Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by, by the, the Game, game day. day. Happy Cafeteria Wednesday. Mm. I know day. today's Tuesday, but we're going to release this tomorrow. Yeah, uh, deadline day. But uh, we got a very special guest on the pod. Right. Fantasy yeah. football expert and self-proclaimed Jay Cutler apologist mm. from Football Guys. We got Dave Kluge. Let's Thanks go. for having me on, guys. I don't know if I'd uh, call myself an expert. You know, I play a lot of fantasy football, and I could talk the talk, but it's a rough Your year Your Twitter out indicates Injuries otherwise. There's only so much you can do. You are a football guy. But the well, very least, football guy. At the very least, he's a smart man. We know that because he knows that Jay Cutler is the best quarterback in Bears history. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not much, saying much, but it's something. It's not saying a lot at all. There. My whole thing with Jay Cutler, too, I mean, it's it's even before he came to Chicago. If you look at what he did in Denver, like oh, yeah. 4,500 yards, yeah. wasn't taking any sacks. Like, I think he had – he was on trajectory to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time and then showed up in Chicago, terrible offensive line. Devin Hester, like a converted – kick returner yep. was his wide receiver one and they were okay, just like all right man you're the savior go out there and get it and he was still young he was raw he was a prospect and just never really figured it out here so uh i love the bears but i kind of hate them for ruining what could have been an all-time great quarterback i actually <laughs> they totally ruin every quarterback that. they've ever touched i feel like this <laughs> should be a Jay Cutler like people are like oh caleb williams 101 it's gonna save the franchise Don't. Like, that's what we said about justin fields it's what we said about <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. It's what we said about Cade McCown. It's what we said about Jake Hutler. Like we've been through this song and dance. Like we can't. <laughs> okay, can't well then it. I'll ask you as a as I guess a Jake Cutler truther and a, a Bears fan. Bears fan. What do we do with Justin Fields? <sighs> That's a tough question. I mean, I I really think what's going to happen is he's going to go to another franchise and put it all together, whether yeah. it's Atlanta. Atlanta or Minnesota or the New York Jets. I mean, this kid is dripping Ooh. with talent. They just can't put a squad around him. They can't build a scheme around him. I think he's a really good quarterback. Yep. Um, we, we've seen him do it as a passer. We've seen him do it as a rusher. I think he's got one of the best skill sets in the league. Yeah. But I think that he has just completely lost the city of Chicago at this point. He's going to end up somewhere else, and I think he's going to be a very, very good quarterback. It's just not going to happen here. Mm. Yeah. God, what is Chicago doing with it, these quarterbacks? I don't bro? know what – like, what – what was Chicago thinking this year? Like, like going into hiring hiring a coach, right? Like, all right, we have this really young, talented quarterback in Justin Fields. How do we build around him to make sure he has the most success? Let's get him a defensive minded head coach. It's Matty a great Eberflus. idea. Perfect great idea. idea. Because Genius. then he can Genius. practice against exactly against good defenses. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, and last year they're like, oh, he needs a wide receiver one. Let's go out and get him Chase Claypool. Like, <laughs> you're kidding me? Because he he had that really big four touchdown game like three years ago. That's awesome. Well, Perfect. then I'll yeah. open this to everyone. Which team is a worse franchise, the Raiders or the Bears? Worst run. Raiders got I'll more say, Super Bowls. I'll say, I'll say worst the run right now. The, worst run right. I'll still right now. Oh. Yeah, ah, that's tough. The the Raiders can't draft worth a lick. Like they can't identify any talent. So I'll give it to the Bears because they've at least identified a few guys the last few years. They drafted Josh. The Bears Jacobs, have made right? a few nice moves. Yeah, yeah, a few nice moves over the year. That trading back from one hundred and one, getting DJ Moore and what could be the that first was, overall pick yeah. next year. That's looking pretty nice. Raiders are never pulling off a move like that. That's no, true. they they pull they pull off moves by sticking with the one hundred and one and drafting Jamarcus Russell. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think nah, the Bears bro. could do he's, the Bears could do a very similar move if they hold on to one, trade Justin Fields, and take a Caleb Williams. We've seen, like, you have a quarterback there. Would, would you want that as a Bears fan? I mean, I, I'm not kidding when I say they'll just ruin Caleb Williams, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, it, whoever it is, I think what they need to do is find a veteran that can come in. Like, they don't have the infrastructure. 
the coach i i really think the media is a big problem too i mean the oh, yeah. media like flips on these players so quickly you mm-hmm. have one bad game and you've got major publications the chicago sun Times, chicago tribune mm-hmm. are like calling for these young quarterbacks heads like you you come out week two your rookie season if you aren't immediately balling out you're getting booed by the fans i think it's just such a hostile environment that it's going to be really tough to develop a quarterback I think now their offensive line is better than people realize. They've mm-hmm. got DJ Moore, who's a legitimate wide receiver one. They got Cole Komet. They've got a decent young defense. I think the best thing to do at this point is to bring in a veteran quarterback and hope that they can figure it out because this team just isn't going to get it done with a young developmental guy. Mm. Ryan Tannehill to Chicago confirmed. Congratulations. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike Lennon 2.0. <laughs> yes. Mike Lennon, I'm going to give him 20 million. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I enjoy hearing it from a Bears fan because, mm-hmm. like, I think the fun thing to say is go get Caleb Williams. But that's the reality of the situation of somebody who's been a Bears fan and stuck through this franchise and seen oh, them yeah. ruin other good quarterbacks who've yep. been on good trajectories. At the end of the day, you like, you just got to be a realist. I don't know about the veteran route because they seem hopeless. And so it's like I get the shiny the shiny new toy with Caleb Williams, but Justin Fields was just that two years ago too. But and so to me, it's like I'd rather just not be a Bears fan and never pay attention. So I'm sorry, who's Dave, more never deal with that. Who's more? It's cursed. in my blood, man. Who <laughs> a season ticket holder? Like I, I can't. I, I'm not the guy that can turn away from fandom. Yeah. But what I have done, I found a way to like dissociate myself from the losses. Like when right. like teams are doing bad, like people like get all down in the dumps, drink their Sundays away. I relish in the wins and I just completely dissociate from the losses <laughs> at this point. They lose and I'm just like, all right, nothing I'm not used to. I'm That's starting to believe that the Bears are more cursed than the Jets. To be totally honest. Nah. They're uh, never good. Uh I think maybe. You're right. I don't know. I don't I actually it's don't actually know tough. about Who that. Do you think the Bears have been to a Super Bowl, Bowl in our life? Well, the Bears have been to a Super Bowl in 2006. Yep, facts. True. Go Devin, shout out, shout out Miami. Like, they've had incredible players, too. Not that the Jets. The Jets have had, like, Darrell Revis. I mean, like, that's pretty much it, right? In the past, like, 15 years in terms of, like. Art Scott. Hall of, in terms of Hall of Fame players, though. <laughs> They're both real cursed. The Jets, yeah, you're right. The Jets have had more serious, like, top-end talent. The Bears talent, have had, like, Brandon Jets. Marshall. That's part of the Jets' curse, though, is, like, they get the top-end talent, and they still can't do anything. You know what I mean? Jets. You yeah. said the Jets, I think, yeah, but it's it's one A, one B. But I also think just to your point, and then we can move on with the mm. Bears thing and Justin Fields and drafting a quarterback. It's like we've seen a sample size, especially recently, where you have a young quarterback and you come into a system that doesn't fit you, whether it's a defensive minded coach, what have you, and <clears throat> then they go in the next year, the following year, go get an offensive minded coach, you get the weapon, right? Like Jalen Hurts happened, Tua happened. Even Josh Allen, who came into Dayball, but they went and got digs. Like, we've seen sample sizes where you surround them with talent, you surround them with the right pieces around you, you find success. I think the Bears are actually in a really good spot. Trade back, get some pieces, get an offensive-minded coach. But if they draft Caleb Williams, That's fair. all right back to the shitter. <laughs> That's fair. All right. I think what's going to happen, they're going to have just enough hope next year because they're going to end up getting Caleb Williams or Drake May or one of these, like, good quarterbacks. And then they're going to bring in this offensive-minded coach, like you mentioned. It's going to be Ben Johnson. Maybe mm. they get lucky and bring in Harbaugh. That's going to be enough to instill just a little bit of hope where Bears fans are going to get excited, and then it's just going to slowly unravel over the next two, three years, and then rinse and repeat. It, it, is, it is always the Bears slow fan. unravel for the Bears, too. It's never it's never immediately they go, like, 1-16 or 2-15, and 15, right? Like, it's the, you know, three years ago, you make the playoffs with Mitch, and then you're like, oh, maybe Mitch isn't the guy. Let's get this Justin Fields guy. He has some hope, and just fucking Trade for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, good oh that's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The team. Rewrite your wrongs. Okay, wait. Real quick before we move on with the Bears. I, I have a theory, and, you know, a bunch of my friends from Chicago, the same thing. Would the Bears have ruined Patrick Mahomes? Like, what would Patrick Mahomes have done on the Bears? 
Yeah, I tweeted this out a couple months ago, sometime in the offseason, kind of jokingly got it blew up, went like super viral on Twitter. But I was like, there's an alternate universe where the Bears draft Patrick Mahomes and he's the backup for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mitch Trubisky is standing underneath the confetti right now. Oh, oh, I would love that. I would love- <laughs> when I lived in Chicago, all my friends hated Mitch, so I made it my mission to be like the Mitch guy of the friend group. And it was tough. It was fun, though. It was fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what an alternate so reality. Listen, if, be- if Mitch went to Andy Reid with Travis Kelsey, Tyree. Yeah. What a timeline yeah. that would be. Oh, my God. I think that's hyperbole. But <laughs> you like that word, but <laughs> but I, I the concept is that like it, it makes sense. I understand. I think so. Other, other quarterbacks more so than Mitch. Mitch doesn't have the tools that Mahomes has. Anyway, uh, no, you don't uh, think. <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> all right, all right. Next time, uh, Dave, you're catching us here on our cafeteria episode, which is basically where we get into the cafeteria and we play a bunch of games. So we're gonna basically be doing a couple of like trivia style games. Um, some fun things that we prepared. Um, so play along with us; it'll be a, a good time. Um, who wants to start? I know you guys have a couple games. I, I could start. I could start with frauds or not. Yeah, you want to do frauds or do not? that? Do it. All right. Uh, so Dave, this is basically a game. It's very simple. It's called frauds or not. Uh, I'm gonna say right. a name, a team, something, and we're just gonna go around a circle, and you guys tell me if you think it's fraudulent. Blur it out too. No, yeah, no, blur it out, and then we'll no, we'll, no need for patience. If we'll give a little uh, explanation as to why you think they're a fraud or not a fraud. All right, so first, frauds or not, Kyle Shanahan, not not a fraud. A fraud. Uh, not in a fraud. in the fourth quarter when uh, eight plus point lead, because uh, big fraud. All I'm saying, the Niners go, going down eight points in the fourth quarter since the Shanahan era have never won a game. What is it? Zero and thirty six. And, and if they're losing going into the fourth quarter, they've only won three times. And if it's a three-plus point lead, they are one in thirty-six. I think it was, or like, like one that. in thirty. What's bad? Not a fraud. What's his winning? In the what's his fraud. winning percent? Like, what's his winning percentage with the Niners? Not as all. good as you think. Really? Mm. There's been some really bad years. Tough. Yeah, but what do you think, Dave? Oh, I don't think he's a fraud at all. I mean, this guy's making Brock Purdy look like an All-Pro quarterback. He made, like look at the difference between Jimmy Garoppolo now and Jimmy Garoppolo Dude, who's in oh, San Francisco. That, I wanted to bring that up today. It's so evident. Like, I so I'm a big 49ers fan. I grew up out there. What? <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, dude. Um, I'm just telling Dave, dude. I, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, like I'm I'm watching Jimmy G on the Raiders this year, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, thank God we got rid of him. Like that guy is horrific. Shanahan made him look great, though. Well, hear me out, though. In the fourth, when you're losing, fraud. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess if you can specify that little situation, I just did. You did. I credit. credit How about credit. the 49ers? I agree with you. This is the follow-up. The 49ers right? are not frauds. Not so. frauds. Not no. at all. Not in no. the slightest. Not frauds. Good. You guys are smart. I was just making sure. Thank you. No, all right. too early. This, this one is a little bit of a combination one. Derek Carr and the Saints. Well, frauds. they were never anything to begin with, so I don't think they're frauds. I think they're, they suck. They've always sucked, and they're going to continue to suck. But they could be good. No. Like, I don't that. know. They started hot, right? Didn't they start hot? Yeah. Eh. So Can I say there was legitimate hype for the Saints this offseason? There really was. People That's were yeah. about the Saints yeah. this offseason. I never, I never got it, but it was there. People like myself were saying they were going to win like 10, 11 games. Based off the public perception heading into the season, I will say frauds because everyone was saying that they're going to win the division. You guys are really overthinking this. You can just say they're frauds if nope. you don't like them. Nope, I'm going to overthink it. I'm not going to say frauds because I never thought they were good. Okay. <laughs> Jack hates the way we play this game. I don't, I don't like, but based off the public perception, it's I'm like that's no, what a fraud. I gotta, that's con- I gotta he's contextualize. A I'm basing it is off Derek my Carr perception. Fraud? No, no, I think he's a fraud. Yes, Derek stinks. Carr is a fraud. Yeah, because he stinks. All right, I'm gonna say I'm basing a- it off my perception, and I never thought you they were good. You have to base off perception. All right, 
doesn't have to be. Dave, wait. Oh, yeah, we got something for you. Yeah. All right. Next. Aioli. Oh, you explained this as to a me condiment. Yesterday. As a condiment? Yeah, just, just aioli in general. Just mayo? No, not a fraud. It not a fraud. fraudulent mayo. I, I think fraudulent aioli is mayo. fraudulent as fuck. Aioli, it's a fancy what? Way. It's, <laughs> aioli no. is the best condiment. No, because no, it's, whoa, 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 exa- whoa, whoa, it's just on. a no, fancy no, no. word for fucking mayonnaise. But there's so much no. more diversity. If someone said to me, you can get a spicy mayo or like a You have chipotle aioli and you have chipotle mayo. They are the same fucking thing. Not a fraud. Aioli with some truffle fries and some aioli. You got to be fucking kidding me, bro. That's mayonnaise, bro. That's next level, bro. That's fucking mayonnaise. Felipe likes the classy shit, man. What is the I can't lie. I do, bro. Okay. Aioli is mayonnaise. Aioli is actually has nothing to do with mayo. It is just an emulsion of garlic and olive oil. That's why it's so fucking good. Think about that. You're the fraud. What do you think Dave thinks about? Dave, what do you think? (laughs) I always thought it was just mayo. I thought you could like put any sort of flavoring in mayo and just turn it into aioli. That's what I thought too. And that's what I thought it was. The case, despite Adam's. I'm still sticking by that because I don't trust Adam's sources. Why'd you bring up aioli? Google, Google. Because Will Levis, fraud or not? Oh. Uh, well, it's kind of nah fraud. Nah, not a fraud. No. I'm picking him up in not fantasy after losing Kirk. Fraud based off of a four touchdown performance. That ain't the norm. I mean, it's yeah, sure. Yeah, yep, of course. But that's not the norm for Patrick Hold Mahomes. Up. Dave, why is he not a fraud? I think he's a good quarterback. I've never understood why he slipped the way he did in the draft. I mean, he was injured last year. He never really had a wide receiver one in Kentucky, and he was still putting up numbers. I think he's a really good quarterback. I couldn't believe the way that he slipped to Tennessee. Um, you know, I, I still think he should have been a top five guy. He's got all the arm talent. He's got the athletic measurables. And then we saw him ball out in his first opportunity as a starter. Yeah, four touchdowns, not going to be the norm, but it wouldn't surprise me if he can be an above average NFL starter. Wow, so he, oh, yeah. that's, oh, that's good to hear. You don't think he's, that was a blimp on the radar? He's going to keep that. It, it was. I mean, like if, if we're projecting four touchdowns no, a week totally. for the entire season. But in terms of just the, high, the, the, the good performance that he had. Yeah, I mean, he was airing it out, which yeah. I really like to see. You know, getting into some nerdy metrics here, you know, intended air yards per oh, pass yeah. attempt. He oh, was throwing deeper downfield than any quarterback we've seen so far this year, averaging almost 13 yards per attempt on his passes. Ooh. And that's what we knew about him. Like, he's yeah. a gunslinger, and he's going to let it rip. And then we saw those big plays coming. That's something we haven't seen from the Tennessee passing right. game in years. So, I mean, he took the identity of this team that we've seen for the last six, seven years and completely flipped it on its head in his first start. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. I've never seen He just hit us with the intended areas per pass attempt. Is that what you said? Air yards. Air yards. Air yards, whatever. Areas. Areas. I like areas. I'm just saying, that's a a fucking stat you're not bringing up. Where's the DVOA on that shit, man? The only stat I'm bringing up is the That's why we bring the smart guys here. They bring the stats. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can I bring up? My analysis why he's not a fraud is because he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Ex-girlfriend left him potentially from Morgan Wall, and that's not confirmed. Uh, but I'm not denying it either. So I think he's going to play well. I will bring up a stat: mayo, just canola <laughs> oil and egg yolks, aioli, <laughs> garlic and olive oil. So way you better. got oil? It's oil-based sauce. Either he's way. a fraud, and he's putting fucking egg yolks May- and canola oil. You know how bad that is for your body? I don't give a fuck. It's mayonnaise. I'm not putting it in my body because I, I think it's good for me. It. All right, let's finish this Levis conversation quickly before you move on to the next one because I want to ask you. We we had a conversation yesterday about Stroud. Obviously, he's playing very well this year. Levis just had a great game. Who do you think out of this quarterback class that just came out will have the best career? I think it's got to be C.J. Stroud. Um, I think they're both good quarterbacks. I think they're both better than Bryce Young. But C.J. Stroud, man, what he's been doing, his trajectory to start his career, he was looking like Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, Justin Herbert. Those were like the only guys you could comp to the start of his um, career so far. And the thing is, he doesn't have like a great 
infrastructure around him. Like we watched Nico Collins for right. years talking about like this guy's a really good wide receiver, but he can't put it together. He's throwing to the the corpse of Robert Woods and Nico Collins <laughs> and Tank Dell, and he's elevating all of the talent around him. I thought CJ Stroud should have been the number one overall pick. I like Will Levis a lot, but I think CJ Stroud is in a different tier. CJ Stroud could be one of those top five, top ten guys down the road. That was actually a hell of a segue, Lipe, because my next one is uh, kind of based off of that. Fraud or not, Caleb Williams. Not a fraud. Not a fraud. Y'all don't watch college football like I, that. No, I know he's no. been underperforming. I know he's been underperforming. I am not See, a... look, Dave, Dave, he watched college football. Look at his face. He knows. Look, he's been underperforming. I think he's a little bit of a fraud. What does he do every he time he plays every a good defense? Every time he plays defense. a good team, he chokes. Every time. Look at how he did against Notre Dame this year. He looked fucking awful. Sure. I think Caleb Williams is going to be a boss. I don't care where he goes. Oh, wow. Mm. That's a strong take. Every mm. time he's played a good college defense, he's played like shit. Every, no, the, I know that's a fact. Bro, the, wor- the Denver Broncos defense is better than the best co- college defense. So, like, he's going to choke. Mm. Yeah, like Justin, gonna say well, I was thinking, I'm trying to remember if Justin, Justin Herbert was good at Oregon, but it's not like he was also, like, he, he didn't have, like, the craziest of games and sustained success. Yeah, but he wasn't hyped. Like, with the no, I, 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 I agree like, with Caleb. you. Caleb Williams is being hyped to be Patrick I, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm just saying the, trans, Dude, the, the transition from college football to the NFL, Justin Herbert made a better transition to Bro, the NFL. Your, so I'm, your I'm guy, saying, Dan Orlovsky, said that Caleb Williams is... <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' arm talent and like scramble ability, whatever the fuck I don't that take means. Credit for plus it. Lamar Jackson's legs. I don't take ownership of Dan's That's takes guy, unless though. it's about no, two. No, no, no. But you do, you do. You what if Greeny Tua. said it? No, I actually don't like Greeny as much as I do with the show. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and we get like buried in all the statistics, and you know, I can talk about the splits against like good games and all that. My concern is just that he's already way too cocky. Like he hasn't done that. I hate me playing as cocky as he is talking about how he needs like ownership in a team. That about how he doesn't care about the opinions of the media and all this stuff. It's like, all right, check yourself, man. Like you're not even in the pros yet. And you're already talking about getting team ownership. It worries me a little bit. I think, I I, I mean, I think it's too early to say he's a bust, but when he comes into the league, there's going to be a lot of people rooting for him to fail. Oh yeah. I agree with that. And, and he's, and he's putting himself in that position with all totally. of that. He didn't have to. Now, naturally, he's painting some of that was going to come just because of, like, other people are hyping him up just as much. But he's he's elevating that painting with how he's target on his you know, Mayhaps fraudulent tendencies. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Like yeah. Mayhaps. Mayo. Canola all right. Oil all right. Yolks. We're going to move on. <laughs> Houston Texans. <laughs> not a fraud. Mm. I don't like talking about calling these, like, bad teams frauds, bro. Like, we, like Yeah. Same. Not a Jack's fraud. upset. Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> you say fraud? No, I just, I Dave? just don't like how you guys are playing the game. Not a fraud. All right. Not frauds? All right, so they're good. Sure, whatever. I'm going to say I'm gonna say not fraud. All right. I, don't, <laughs> I, I didn't mean, expect Give me a good one. Give me a good one. All right, the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Rangers. Fraud. What's the record in that World Series right now? Two uh, one, two one, one, one Rangers. 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 Yeah, one Rangers. Garcia Max Garcia Scherzer's injured. Adoles Garcia's injured, so I don't know anything about could, would you World say series. that the Diamondbacks are frauds, though, Felipe? Is yeah, absolutely, saying? absolutely. Nah, because yeah, Randy that? Johnson's having a good series. All right, Dave <laughs> has no idea what we're talking about. So, Dave, half of Are you a podcast, baseball fan at all? I used to be. I just don't have time. Especially yeah, now I, this all right, year. So, I'm balls deep in football. I can't watch baseball. So, half of this podcast, Matan and Jack love baseball. Adam and I can't watch it worth a lick. And so, we always, we, we, you know, I'm a Ra- well, I'm from Texas. So, naturally, Texas a Rangers is. fan. Not, not, never watched the Rangers game in my life, really. But now, naturally. we're Rangers fans. So, we talk about the games every now and then and pretend like we know what we're saying. I'm, we only, do. I'm only a Mets fan. I haven't watched a single single pitch of the World I'm Series. I'm a Seaman. 
Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love going to baseball games. Like yeah, sitting it's, down it's the sun, eating a hot dog, long. drinking beer. It doesn't I, get better than that. Totally, but I cannot a, watch it on TV. But for you, are the Diamondbacks frauds? Yes, frauds. Frauds? frauds. All right. I thought Lipa was going to go like how we did with the Astros last yeah. week. Frauds. <laughs> um, all right. Brian Dable. Yeah, fraud. Oh, fraud of fraud. the half. Fraud. Fuck him. Not a fraud. Fraud. I don't think he's a fraud. What does he have to fraud. work with? I've never seen such a, such a coaching. <laughs> You're so right. I've never seen such a coaching dip. What? We didn't get or lose anyone. So, so you dipped, but then last year, was that not an increase? You had the same fucking people. Okay. Yeah, he was co- went from coach of the year to coach of the never. Oh, good <laughs> one. And Nagy was sucks. coach of the year, too. Not a fraud. Brian Dable is not a fraud. Look what he did in Buffalo. Look what he did to Josh Allen. It wasn't Ken Dorsey. No, but he had Josh Allen. Hey, Monty, I step on Miami. No, Brian Dable is not a fraud. Nonsense. I think Daniel Jones is the fraud if we're... Did DJ fool us all last year? Wait. He wasn't even good. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. I think Joe Shane is the fraud. The idea that Daniel Jones is a fraud. That's why I can't take the Texans are a fraud because, like, they were nothing to begin with. I also don't think DJ is a fraud. Who? DJ? Daniel Jones? I also don't think he's a fraud. That's fine. Look, I mean, yeah, I agree. The Giants don't have any weapons to work with, so it's like from there, it's kind of tough. They overperformed last year for sure. I do think... At the, the the bigger picture is what he did with Josh Allen. You can't you can't undermine that. So also what he did last year. You, they won games. They made the playoffs. Yeah. They didn't. They won. Daniel the Jones game. didn't throw touchdowns. Didn't throw for and a lot of yards. But won he, games. He, but Daniel Jones won them every single game they won. Like like if you actually watch those games, he was the reason they. Oh, won. Oh, so you're saying Dayball wasn't even responsible for the no, wins no, last year? No, no. Of course, year. paired with the coaching, Dayball coached great last Come year. Come on. I'm just saying. Just saying Daniel Jones didn't have a good year last year. Yes, on on paper the numbers weren't there, but he would rush into the end zone. He would make big plays down the stretch of the games. We would come from behind and win games. As much so. as much as everyone loved to overreact, Brian Dayball's not a fraud. He's okay. a fraud. I don't say fraud. Fuck. All right. All right. We have two more, all right? This game's been really good so far. All right. Uh, <laughs> fuck you guys. Geno Smith. He's not a fraud. He's a fraud. Why not? He had a fraudulent year. No. Well, because yes. did you see that throw? He fit in quadruple coverage last week to Trey McBride. I only need one play. I only need wait, wait, one wait, play. Wait, that that wait, many quarterbacks wait, can what? that. Trey McBride? Oh, wait. shit. He <laughs> <laughs> you knows well, he's not. Josh, Josh Dobbs? Was nope, that a Josh, Josh Dobbs? Dobbs? Are we talking Noah Fant? What are we that doing? That was a Josh Dobbs though. Okay. God damn it. You're doing great though. <laughs> Geno right, so, Smith. Smith. Josh Dobbs is not a fraud. Not, Josh Dobbs not a fraud. Shout out. Uh, Geno Smith. Fraud. I, I, I don't think he necessarily is. Like, yes, he's had some down. The past few games have been bad. Even this past this game. This whole year. Didn't play well. No, but he's had some decent performances. He has talent around him. Hasn't performed up to his standards from last year. I'll say fraud. I don't think he's a fraud. U- still. Ultra mega super fraud. I'll say fraud. You guys are talking about the last two games. He was bad the whole second half of last year. Thank you. I think that's what people like. He no, started me. off real hot. I think he took a lot of people by surprise. And then defenses said, no, we're not going to let Geno Smith beat us. And they haven't. I, I think Geno Smith is a little fraudulent. Mm. He's, talk he's, that talk. So this guy knows fucking ball, dude. He knows ball. So yeah. you're saying Geno did write back. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he started. He's, so. he's writing the letter right now. Yeah. It just took about until week nine last year. See? This guy fucking Don't worry, knows. I'm gonna fix the Seahawks for you on my so, Seahawks. Traits. That's fair. Are the Seahawks no, frauds? I meant Gino, Gino. Gino, I don't think he's a fraud just because I didn't think he was what he was last year. Okay, actually. By the way, I agree with them. That is how you would play this game. No. Just that no. <laughs> it's simple. All right. The last he one. He had a fraudulent year. Last the last year. one. Candy corn. <laughs> I never Ooh, had the Halloween. Mm. Candy corn. 
for I've 109. Candy corn? Horrible. Had, fraud. It looks disgusting. I've never fraud. had it. I hate it. Not for me. Fraud. I'll say fraud as well. I don't think they're fraudulent. I think people like to hate. It's like Nickelback. <laughs> no, not fraud. So. Nickelback a, fraud or not? Not a fraud. Nickelback, not frauds, first of all. But, what about uh, Halloween? I, th- I, think, I, think candy, I think candy corns and almond joys are like Nickelback where people love to hate on them. But deep down, you actually, you know you like Yeah, but the difference but it's between the Nickelback, thing to hate. almond joy, and candy corn is Nickelback has bangers. From what I remember about almond candy corn, almond joy is good. Bang. No. I'm always good. It's nope. co- it's a I haven't had either nut. in like a decade. And I from what I remember joy. about both of them, especially candy corn, is that it's mid. Dave? I'm not a big candy guy. Mm. Um, but mm. when oh. I did, like when I was like, you know, seven, eight years old, I loved candy corn. So See? I, I'll mm. say it's not probably, it was like my favorite candy as a little kid. Yeah. Oh. But it's not candy. You know corn. what the best day of the year is too? Is tomorrow, November 1st, all the candy on sale if you go to CVS. Ooh. Big little, the, the variety pack. Oh, oh they're trying to get rid of the candy. Oh, yeah. Candy. Diet starts January 1st, boys. <laughs> nope. It's it's two months. Nice. Yeah, well, you got, hey, you, got, you got Thanksgiving, Jack. you got holidays and shit. Good game, no, Jack. No, you guys, it was a good game. You guys fucked it up. Jack, you did a great job. I good. thought it was great. You did a great job. I had job. a great oh, time. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Not a lot of frauds this week. Adam, do you want to give us, with the trade deadline coming mm, up deadline uh, this week? Oh, nope. Deadline day. This comes out oh, tomorrow. that's today. Deadline's deadline today. Deadline day is today, but deadline. Yeah, yeah. So, by the time this episode comes out, Patrick Mahomes had already been on the Bears. So, congratulations, <laughs> yeah, Dave. I'm super happy for you. <laughs> um, give yeah. us some hypothetical trades. Yeah, so, I came up with a bunch of hypothetical trades that factors in... Trades that would actually never happen, and then trades that you would maybe want to make in fantasy. So just play the game, have fun with it. What do we? Have Which to do? side wins out of these hypothetical trades? Okay, okay. I'm gonna just gonna say I'm just random trades. Yeah, hypothetical trades. Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. Who? For Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. Who wins? Oh. And which side do you prefer? Oh, the, I'd rather get Smith and Goddard. Wins. Yeah, I'd rather get I Smith and Goddard so too. I think. Unfortunately. Oh, I, Dave's saying no. Dude, you get Travis the problem. Kelsey the thing I'm factoring in Kelsey's, here is, is age. cheat code. Yeah, he is. I was about to say though, the thing I'm factoring in here is age. Is like Rasheed Rice is not nearly as good as either of the other two guys, and Travis Kelsey's 35. I don't know. Rasheed Rice has looked pretty damn good this year, and he's, he's a rookie. Mahomes, he okay, and you could get Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's the same guy. Yeah, they are the same guy. Yeah, one I mean, doesn't need weapons. One needs. I would take the Travis Kelsey side. What first. were you gonna say, Dave? I, I like the the Kelsey side by a landslide. I think Dallas Goddard is just kind of in that like flat tier of tight ends yep, where I he's not it. giving you like a huge positional advantage. Like you can go pick up Trey McBride off the waiver wire and get the same type of production that you're getting from Dallas Goddard. Kelsey's giving you like a six, seven point advantage over every single tight end. And then I think Rashi Rice, I think we haven't really seen it all come together yet. He's kind of a part-time player. He was a second-round rookie, mm. kind of raw coming into the league, but he's drawn targets on a per-route-run basis better than almost anybody in the league. Like, mm. you look at his route-run metrics, mm. he's up there with Cooper Cup, Tyree mm. Kill, Stephon Diggs. All we need to mm. see is his snap share grow a little bit. We've seen that over the last few weeks. For four straight weeks, he's been number two in targets behind Travis Kelsey mm. on a limited workload. I think if we can see him get up to, like, an 80%, 90% snap share – Full-time player on this Chiefs offense. I think he's got wide receiver one upside. Okay. Man. All right, so she rests in Travis Kelsey. I, I have converted. I love <laughs> I, as a reminder, play this game how you will, if you want it in fantasy, if you want it in real life, but it's kind of cooking it up based off of fantasy trades. I just wanted to make that 
So uh, this would be real life trades, but if they were made like how fantasy? Yeah, how fan players. real life trades, but if you use the fantasy people, logic, it's like a person from okay. each of the same yeah. team. Yeah, like these yeah. trades would obviously so no, never happen. There's no draft like, pick bullshit. Yeah, because like, like obviously Devontae Travis Adams Kelsey fourth round pick. Some in shit, fantasy, like. you'd rather have over those two, but yeah, yeah. then on the same time, let's talk about it's like an life. NBA trade. Here's another fun one. Dallas Goddard because he's still got you know another. Five, six years left in the tank. See? I don't know how much we got left of Travis Kelsey. So, see? real life, I might take the other side. Ooh, see, right. well, see, it's real so, life. So, depends. how do you want us to evaluate I want this? you to evaluate how you... <laughs> that's my water bottle. I want you to evaluate these hypothetical trades however you'd want to. But uh, No, I but, but then I, we're all answering different but things. But that's yeah, the fun yeah, part yeah. about it. I just, I'm taking the logic of fantasy trades and applying just it to like in real life. One. The next right. one. Here we go. <laughs> these are real life trades. We're analyzing what it means to be a fan. I'm going to do both. Here's a good one. Tyreek Hill and Devon Achan. For Amon Ra, Sam Laporta, and Jameer Gibbs. I'm taking the, the, that the, one. Amon Ra, Sam Laporta, and So the Jameer Dolphins Gibbs. then get no. Amon Ra, Sam Laporta, and Gibbs. Jared Goff gets Tyreek and A-Chan. I want Tyreek and A-Chan. I want the latter. I think A-Chan is a product of that Mike McDaniel offense and scheme and everything. He's just fast as shit. I want, yeah. I want well, not many coaches shit. would be able to utilize A-Chan yeah. the way McDaniel does. Exactly. That's for sure. Tyreek Hill is... Yeah, he's, he's he'll universal. do whatever he does anyway. Well, I also the, think Jameer Gibbs is also a universal player. Amon Ra. Yeah, Gibbs is nice. Laporta. Ma, bro, if you had Amon Ra, Jalen Waddle. Mm. Tua can throw to him. Then you got Jameer Gibbs out of the back. Imagine if Mike McDaniel had to be able to figure out how to utilize Jameer Gibbs. He'd have so much fun. Well, they want it. He yeah, wanted what about Gibbs. What, what about are you saying, Dave? Chan looking like fucking Chris Johnson out there. He does. What are you saying, Dave? Fast. Which side do you I, I take the Lions package. Give me a Monroe, Gibbs, and Laporta. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that's been missing from this Miami offense is a good tight end. That's... And if you can put Sam Laporta in that offense, really elevates it. I think Jameer Gibbs is just an all-around better player than A-Chan. And I don't know if he's a product of Mike McDaniel, like one of you guys said. I think that he's a good player. I think he'd succeed in just about any offense. But I think if you swap the two of them, Jameer Gibbs is instantly the best running back in the league in that offense. Ooh. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. You, that's a fact. All right, I got one. I uh, this is for, for your San Francisco Thank you, uh, Giants. Uh, but I'm going <laughs> to kick it to Dave first. So, Dave, you be the first to answer this. Pats, we're going to IDP a little bit, all right? Pat Sertan and Jerry Judy for George Kittle and Debo Samuel. Give me Kittle and uh, Samuel. Pat Sertan hasn't been that good this year. Um, I think we're kind of looking from years past where he's been good, but he's graded as, like, one of the worst coverage cornerbacks so far this year. Mm. And a lot of that could just be lack of motivation, like, you know, having to play with Sean McVay. I, I think it's pretty tough to get fired up playing for Sean McVay. Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Some of that to Jerry Judy as well, but I just don't think that Jerry Judy is going to step up. I think we're still holding on to that first-round draft capital, what he did in college, but he hasn't really put it together in the pro level now. What, he's going in his third year already? Still hasn't really done it. We've seen years of success from Kittle and Debo, so I'd take those guys. Well, if we're talking fantasy wise, Pat Sertan isn't an option. So I obviously it is. IDP. It is IDP. IDP. Oh. IDP. Oh. So I said started with IDP. No, but I would talk, talk real life. Talk real life. Real life, I'd rather the Niners guys too, just because yeah, yeah just because Kittle is still second, like the second or third best tight end. But hear me out. Football. Debo is such a weapon. Jerry Judy stinks. Remember, hey, Kyle, Kyle I'm, Shanahan. I'm not a Jerry Judy. We Jerry played Judy Kyle does. Shanahan. I was really rooting Hear for that out. thousand yards last season, so uh, so I'm Jack could Judy get that stinks. tattoo. Hear me out, though. We played fraud or not, and we talked about Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, what he could do with Jerry Judy. Facts. And did Kyle Shanahan? Sorry, didn't. Sorry, did Kyle I Shanahan think, make no, Debo he, and George Kittle? No, no. What? Debo's just Debo's question. way more talented than Jerry Judy is. No, I agree with Agreed. that, but I'm just like, saying from. If we just look well, at pure wide receiver, I like the Debo flashiness of Kittle and Debo. I, yeah, I, I like the flashiness. Right, well, I got I a lot of trades. I want a so corner so fucking bad, but I'm not doing it for that. Okay, I want to move into this next one. Here's I want Jalen Johnson. I want your boy. Here's a fun one. It's a little bit of a dynasty framing to it because I had to figure out a way to make it work. 
Yep. Kyler Murray mm. for Tyler Algier, AJ Terrell, and a second. Uh, now, yeah. I want it in real life, but I had to make it work because they don't yeah, really have much I, to offer. I mean, offer if I'm the Falcons, just, yeah, fuck it. Give me, give me Kyler. I don't Atlanta care. Atlanta doesn't have much to offer. I would do that if I'm Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. I would Bijan. do it. It's worth it. Kyler, easily. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the, the no, Cardinals no don't get anything in that trade, I feel like. Yeah, dude, AJ well, Terrell is a damn You get a running corner. back because James Connors, like, James Connors on the way out and older. AJ Terrell, you get a cornerstone corner, and yeah. then you get a second. A cornerstone corner. corner. Yep, I did Ooh. that. All right, here we go. Here's the fun one. Here's the fun one. Free Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Whew. For Demarcus Lawrence, Brandon Cooks, and Tony Pollard. Ooh. Cowboys screw. Hold up. Hold up. Who's on the Cowboys? Demarcus Lawrence. Brandon Cooks and Tony Pollard. I want Adams and Jacobs. You guys scrape the. But you got to keep a man in the circumstances. Demarcus Lawrence has been like one of the best interior linemen this season. Well, he's in, he's a defensive end. But in in terms of PFF's interior linemen, they put uh, him in rank. the interior. Yes, he was ahead of Micah, by the way. On yeah, interior. Demarcus where Demarcus where Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence has been one of the best defensive ends since he came in the league. I want the Raiders. I would keep what the Cowboys have now. I think the running backs are wash. Pollard and Jacobs. I don't think there's a huge difference. Between yeah, those. he's not. I think if you swap them, you're getting the same production from either guy. Give me what? Adams. Devontae. Devontae. Devontae yeah. Adams doesn't make that big a big of a difference. Dad. I mean, like, like you'd be pairing him with McCarthy again. Nice, nice. But dude, the 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 Cowboys' offense is predicated off of how good is McCarthy coaching, not necessarily that second wide receiver or. I guess Devontae would be the first, and I'll see these the second. second. That's a nasty receiver. That's duel. insane. Yeah, but that's it doesn't disgusting. make that big. It doesn't make. That I also big think of a Jacobs difference. is like Jacobs did more with less on the Raiders. All right, so I want to like, keep. I, think I got a lot to say. Jacobs is better. Oh, than he has a ton, so we have to continue. All right, one for one. Jonathan Taylor for Travis Etienne. Oh, Ooh. I'm taking Taylor. Yes, yeah, yeah, Taylor. Big real life Taylor fantasy. I'm taking Etienne though. Good yeah, that's good, good analysis. All right, here's where it gets fun. Derrick Henry rumors to, obviously, Buffalo. Buffalo's always needed a running back. They just brought in Leonard Fournette, but we're going to switch it up. Alvin Kamara and Rashid Shahid for Dalton Kincaid, James Cook, and Gabe Davis. What did that have to do Ooh. with Derrick Henry? Sorry. Because Derrick Henry Real was... Quick, did you see Henry? There was a trade, like, completed to Baltimore, and the yeah. uh, Titans owner vetoed it, yeah. completely shut it down, and said they weren't doing it. <sighs> That's Whoa. That would have been, that so been much fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> that would have wow. been real fun. Sorry, can you repeat that? That would have been that? crazy. So I'm just, I think Alvin Kamara has been great. <clears throat> Rashid Shahid, obviously, second year and has looked good. Alvin Kamara and Rashid Shahid for Dalton Kincaid, James Cook, and Gabe Davis. They get a running back. I would take the Bills side. I want that. Even for the long term, too. You want, you want Cook, Kincaid, and Cook, Gabe Kincaid, Davis? And, and Davis. I don't really care about Davis, but Cook and Kincaid, yeah, give me yeah. that all day. Dave? I think Rashid Shahid's a much better wide receiver than Gabe Davis. I think if you put him in that I Buffalo agree. Bills offense, he would be lighting it up. Totally agree. I think I might take that side. Um, James Cook yeah. hasn't really been all that. Camara would be what everybody wanted James Cook to be, except he'd actually Bingo. be productive and efficient. So I think I'd take dude Camara yeah. and Shahid on that Bills offense would be a total. Oh, you're not Ooh. you're not mad if you stick with Dawson Knox too at the end of the day. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's right. That was exactly. The thought process. Yeah, that was the thought process. All right, here we go. Kyle Pitts for T Higgins. Oh. I mean, I, I do it. Hands. I do it if I'm the Bengals. I do it because you got T. Tyler Higgins. Boyd, put him at the two, and then you bring in well, Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Technically, feels like T. Higgins. Yeah, I want T. Higgins. He's better, but T. Higgins. I think, they honestly, I think both teams do it. Dave, what do you think? I mean, it makes sense in real life. I'd, I'd really cool. like that. I'm thinking through it right now. I mean, that's what both teams kind of need. I think you could argue that. Kyle Pitts is the better receiver, too, even though he plays tight end. I mean, we haven't really seen it because he's been hamstrung by this offense. But, yeah, I think uh, I think I'd take Kyle Pitts over T. Higgins. 
All right, last two, and this is where it gets fun. Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby for Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews. I want Zay and Andrews. Yeah, there's a high ceiling there for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I'd rather have Zay and Andrews just because uh, Zay's age. I mean, honestly. Higby's Higby, like, I'm a cut him. I, if I take that trade, I'm only I only want Cup. Like, I don't need Higby. You're right, but but that <laughs> that, that does give that does give Baltimore like that wide receiver one. And does Mark Andrews benefit from Lamar rolling outside the pocket? I don't know. Could we see Higby in a different system find success? No, I don't. Th- I think it's so far out. I think the Ravens, the Ravens win this by a lot, or the Ravens side, like the Ravens play. The Rams the would win the this. Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. What do you yeah. What do you think, Dave? Flowers and Andrews pretty easily for me. Uh, Higby. I mean, we've seen like little tastes of success when like nobody else is healthy in the passing game, but he's not a game changer the way that Mark Andrews is. And then Cooper Cup, you know, I hate to say it, but we saw him in the league for like four or five years where he was kind of like a middling wide receiver too. Matthew Stafford is what really elevated him. I'm afraid that if you put Cooper Cup in a different offense, he wouldn't be the same productive guy he's been the last two and a half years in Los Angeles. So give me Andrews and Zay Flowers. They're both game changers. Dare I I say product of the system you are, Cooper Cup? Mm. That was funny. Yoda? Dude. Was that Yoda? No, that was just <laughs> hopefully someone comes back with it. And last but not least, the 10th hypothetical trade that would never happen. Deshaun Watson and David Njoku for Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett, and Zach Charbonnet. Ooh. I want, I want, the I want Geno's players. side. Yeah. Well, Deshaun fucking sucks now, so Hold <laughs> I'll on. take actually, anyone over actually, him I right would now, love bro. to hear from a smart man. What the hell is going on with Deshaun Watson this year? Well, first, which side of this know. trade are you taking? I mean, I, I, I take the, the Geno Charbonnet, and I don't even know who the – Tyler Lockett, you said, right? Yep. I take that side. I, th- I think Zach Charbonnet's a dog. We just haven't really seen him <clears> because he's been buried behind Ken <laughs> Walker. I love Zach Charbonnet, though. I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Um, like, my – take it off, like, my analytical hat for a second. I really think that it's just him having a fully gar- guaranteed contract. There's, like, no incentive for him to put his body on the line and go yep. out there and, like – you know, normally people are playing when they're banged up and not feeling 100%. Every NFL player is at this point in the season. He's been medically cleared since week four, and he was medically cleared to come back in last week. And I think that because that whole contract is fully guaranteed, he's just kind of shrugging his shoulders. Think about it. Like, you guys are doing your podcast. You're putting in a ton of work right now. If your advertisers said, all right, we're going to pay you X amount of money for the next eight years, whether you guys do well or not at this podcast, you'd probably kick your feet up. Oh, Stop yeah. trying quite as hard. I, mean, I, I really think there was a reason that NFL owners didn't want a fully guaranteed deal because it completely changed the precedent of how Deshaun Watson's playing. And again, this is totally out there. This is kind of like my conspiracy theory, but I think Deshaun Watson, there's just no incentive for him to go out and play hard. So he's just coasting through and collecting checks. Yeah, dude. I mean, you honestly, could, you could just opt to not play football, but get paid for playing football. Honestly, can't okay, blame you're, him. You're saving your body. You're saving dollars. I'll put a yeah. clause in this it's trade. <laughs> Deshaun Watson's guaranteed contract is no longer fully guaranteed. In this trade? In well, this trade scenario. Meaning he plays well. Meaning he might have to play. Okay, I still would take the Seahawks guys. Okay. Yeah. I think Tyler Lockett, too, is an awesome little, yeah, he's he's little piece. He's one of the most underrated receivers. Him and Amari Cooper would be insane. Also, Charbonnet is nice. Hell yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, Charbonnet wouldn't play that much when McChubb's healthy. But. Dude, good All game. All right, well, man. hey, those are my hypothetical trades that will never, ever happen, but thank you for playing. Could good happen. game, man. Hey, Felipe, uh, we've been give, you've been giving your uh, power rankings each All week. Right, let's do it. And this week is probably the first week, I would assume, I haven't seen your rankings yet, that there would be any kind of shuffling on the power rankings. I'm not going to lie. There's been some shuffling, but 
Shuffle. It was hard because I could really keep it this. So many teams lost that I like. I'm like, ah, really, it's a wash. It could it could stay the same. Some teams that have better records than others, I don't think are as good. But I had to have fun with it and move some teams up. So before before you get into it, um, Dave, I'm curious, just off your off the dome, what you. What is your, let's just get Dave's power rankings real quick so that we can then see and we'll compare them to Felipe's power rankings. So the week right? nine power rankings. So you can, you can off the off dome, dome team power rankings after week eight. Dave, what, do you, what is your list? I think the Eagles are number one. Yeah. Um, I think they're the best team right now. It's going to be really tough to beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, working my way through, trying to make sure I don't forget anybody here off the top of my head. I think... Uh, Texans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going Eagles number one. I still think the 49ers are up there too. Even after a few down weeks, I still think they got it together and just had some pretty bad luck. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City at three, even mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. they have also had some bad games. I try not to be too overreactive to a couple down games here. Um, feels like I'm forgetting somebody in this top five right now. We could throw out a few names. Dolphins, I mean, the Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Cowboys, Ravens, Cowboys, Ravens. Dolphins yeah. are up there four for. Actually, I'd put the Dolphins right now probably ahead of KC just because we've seen it pretty consistently throughout the season. And then I'll uh, I'll I'll stick the Ravens in mm. at, at five. How about that? Ahead of ahead of Dallas, ahead of Kansas uh, City. The, I got them ahead of Dallas no, no. too. Yeah, you said no, Dolphins. Kansas City's four. So I'm going Philadelphia, oh. San Francisco, Miami. Kansas City, oh. Baltimore. Ooh. That's my top five. Nice. Ooh. Are you a you're a big Lamar guy? You got that that is that a signed jersey behind you? It is. Yep. Yep. That's big sweet. Lamar wow. fan. I have been since he came into the league. Man, he was another one of those guys that I thought should have been drafted much higher than he was. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that like after an MVP, after setting records, like looking like a good quarterback, he's going into you know finally got the big deal. What he's in year five, year six now, and there's still doubters out there that yeah, think Lamar insane. isn't a good quarterback. Fuck it blows him. my mind. We've been talking about this a lot on the podcast. Do you think Lamar Jackson should be the leader in MVP odds right now? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what what he's doing right now? We were hoping that this Todd Munkin offense was going to completely revamp everything in Baltimore. And it takes time to implement a new offense, and we saw that the first like three, four weeks, things were kind of slow, but it's clicking on all cylinders right now. He he looks like the best quarterback in football. Yes, he Adam, does. Counter? Yeah, my counter would be I don't think he's the favorite just yet. Now here's Josh's counter. Oh, but the, the Ravens won by like twenty points last no, week. But is, he had a bad count, QBR. No, the counter is simply no, just the, Tua. Tua. Yeah. That's mm. my counter. Good counter. That's it. That's y'all right. the only counter. Now, y'all been countering with, oh, he had a bad QBR against the Texans, even though they won by 15. Oh, he had a bad QBR this past week, even though they won by 15 before, like, the garbage time points. So, he's got a good Y'all team. been countering with that. I'm just saying. Counter. Tua. Uh, Felipe. That was the only Let's compare your, nah, you your uh, power rankings. Lamar has been like Felipe, this. give us a uh, hook us in, dog. All right, so my top 10 power rankings after eight weeks. Eight yes, weeks. Sir. I had to make some changes, like I said, okay? Thanks. had to have fun with it. Have Number fun. one is the Eagles, obviously, mm. right? Only one loss, I believe. Diehard yeah. Eagles fan, of course. No, they're going to lose this week to Dallas, 38-17. to 17. Woo! <laughs> All right. Number two, we got the Chiefs. <laughs> Still, bad week, but Mahomes was sick. Don't count it against them, all right? Mm. Number three, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. Baltimore. I think they're that high. That's ridiculous. They're 6-2. and two. They're... They, they are the not second, the third best team in football. They have the second best record in the league. You're ranking, not mine. So wins and Thank losses, you. man. He's a wins and losses guy. Well, uh, there's other teams that have the same. Yeah, record. they are. And the next one is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, oh Lord have mercy! Disrespect. <laughs> <three>, two packs. <laughs> five straight wins for the Jags. Big wins there too. Beat the Bills. I mean, five straight wins. They've 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 knocked off some good teams in the, in the past few weeks. So mm. Jags are four. You're right. Six and two as well. There you go. Number five, another team with two losses. 
The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I had oh. a feeling that one was coming. Adam, this is... Dallas Cowboys, okay. Number six, the Miami Dolphins. Niners are Haven't so showed up pretty. against big teams. Number seven, this team is back. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Wow. Good. I like go. this one. I like that. I like that one. Jack, Jack. Number eight, coming off three straight losses. Still have a lot of talent, but their quarterback is showing some fraudulent tendencies, Ooh. as my friend to my right likes to say. Who is right? The 49ers come at eight. Wow. Ooh. That's so oh insane. Oh, the Lions at nine and the Bills at ten. A few teams could have been at ten. I just went with the team with the best quarterback. There's a bunch of weird teams in that situation that have like three or four losses. Are you doing and some so, of these based off like who teams have beaten and what have you too? What have you? I mean, sort of. Because yeah. um, you got the Bengals out of the Niners, which just us, happened, right? right? Yeah, which just yeah, happened. Yeah. So that kind of did weigh in there. Mm -hmm. If that happened mm -hmm. in like week three, then that would have been different. You're not going like Bills change. over Dolphins though, because the Dolphins beat the Bills. I'm just curious, or the Bills beat the Dolphins. I mean. What? I know. I just want to look at your. But the Bills also lost to the Patriots, and the Dolphins swept the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. no, you can't do a whole like, oh, this team lost to the. You got to look at this so past you, week. You legitimately think the Cowboys are better than the Dolphins and the 49ers right now? I think they're better than the Dolphins. If the Cowboys were to play the 49ers today with the injuries that the Niners have, I think it would be a different game than it was in Week Five or whatever it was. I am still. I think if it's a, a matchup and full, both teams are fully healthy and McCarthy coaches bat poorly like he has been, except for this past week, the Niners would still smoke the Cowboys. Dave, what do you think about those power rankings? Uh, I, I like that you were higher on Baltimore than I was. I thought I was going out on the limb, putting them at five. I like that you had them up there. Um, you, you're a Cowboys fan, I take it, Felipe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, oh, what, what gave, gave it away? away? What gave thinking, it away? Thinking, thinking that bias might have blood into the rankings a little bit. Uh, Dallas <laughs> looked good last week. I'll, I'll give it to him, yeah. but I don't know if we could uh, put them up that high quite yet. Um, overall, though, I, I like it. I, I, I liked. Uh, I like Cincinnati putting some respect on them at seven. Yeah. They're a team that realistically, I mean, we're we're looking at the full season and you know have some doubts, but over the last two weeks, three weeks, they've looked back. Joe Burrow looks healthy again, so. Might even be a little bit too low on Cincinnati. I completely forgot about them, but they probably mm. should have been inside my top five. Mm. Mm. Thoughts mm. on Niners at eight, possibly? Or Dolphins at seven. Are we overreacting to the Niners right now? I, I admit I am overreacting. I said that that I, I could have kept stuff the same but, as last but, week. But I would defend Felipe. I I wouldn't put them at eight personally, but I do understand the logic. Three I straight losses. Three, three straight you losses. Lost, you you lost to PJ Walker. You lost to... Kirk Cousins in prime time, and and prime, and prime and prime time, time is he very might be bad. The worst quarterback in the last twenty eight years, literally. And then you lose to who they lose to this past week? Joe Burrow, which is that was player. a good one because they're back. That's no, fine. but you don't like Joe Burrow, so that's actually. But it's been three no, straight. Yeah. But it's been concussion not, protocol because this is two straight weeks where we saw Brock Purdy take a hit to the head late yeah. in the fourth quarter and then just completely unravel <laughs> after that. I don't yeah. know. If it only occurs when I don't like. I don't like that they kept Brock in the game after he like whipped his head back on that one. It only happens when it's Tua, Dave. No, it doesn't. It was because Tua's hands were. Like yeah, but it's visually, but it's the same. That's a, all right. That's well, no, his is worse. There's your rankings. No, Felipe, Not you're a dog, man. I appreciate that, man. Well done. I I get excited for your power rankings each week because I know I don't. they're always going to be an interesting take. Um, I think that's all the games we have. Do a lot have of movement though games? that could happen this weekend. A lot of movement. Every this is fun right now. These the good teams are losing. Right, this the is Chiefs the best. lost. The Niners have lost three straight. This coming Sunday is the best. Week in football this year. Oh, I think awesome. so. Based off what has happened. Bills, in the Bengals, past. Dolphins, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah, I think there's some other good then, uh, games. Bills, Bengals. Yeah, Bills, Bengals. Sunday night. I said that? Oh, I thought I can't think. You're okay. Uh, don't forget the Giants game. Whoever they're playing is going to be elite. Let's see who it is. I don't even know. Raiders, Giants, That's Raiders. That's disgusting. No <laughs> way. 
Dave, oh, give me boy. a Cowboys Eagles score prediction. Cowboys Eagles. I think that's going to be a little bit lower scoring than people expect. I think both defenses are pretty good. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles winning 24 21. See, I don't Ooh. think you're taking into account that Dak is 8 and 3 against the Eagles in his career. Just want to put that out there. Also, never played Jalen Hurts. Yep, never played Jalen. That's true. Wait, Dave, I got a question for you before we wrap. We obviously, you're a fantasy guy. Um, what is your hottest take for the second half of the fantasy season? Ooh, that's a good one. I already talked about Rashi Rice a little bit. I think he's a guy that's going to carve out a really big role. Mm. Talked about Zach Charbonnet a little bit, being a dog. I think that we're already starting to see it. He outsnapped Kenneth Walker last week. I don't know if Zach Charbonnet is going to have like elite upside, but I think it's going to be just enough to really annoy Ken Walker fantasy managers. Mm. Um, so yeah. My hottest take, though. I think Tyreek Hill goes for over 2,000 this year. I mean, he's on pace to do it. I don't even know if that's spicy at this point, but I think that he is going to go for over 2,000 yards and have the best fantasy season we've ever seen from a wide receiver. There's no signs that he's going to slow down what he's doing so far, so I, I don't know if that's spicy enough for you. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave he he's a Dolphins fan. <laughs> Adam's a big Dolphins fan, Miami guy, so he's he's uh, going to need to change his Looks pants. like a big Browns fan. You know, I, I got to say, I, I ate crow um, on my Tua take. I, I was not a Tua fan coming into the league. I was uh, making jokes when they signed Tyreek Hill about how he wouldn't be able to hit Tyreek deep, and, you know, I got I got egg all over my face. That was one of the worst calls I had, man. Tua is – Falling out right now. I think you guys got yourself a really, really good quarterback there. Thanks, Dave. MVP. Hey, we need more people like you in this world right now, okay? <laughs> Apologetic people. All right. Well, Dave, <laughs> you're a legend, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, this is a great time. I appreciate you playing these games with us. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on another time soon this yeah, season. Yeah, thanks so much, Dave. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, thank you for listening to the Caps Off Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day, starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.